the best in Bitcoin made audible. I am Guy Swan, and this is Bitcoin Audible. What is up, guys? Welcome back to Bitcoin Audible. I am Guy Swan, the guy who has read more about Bitcoin than anybody else you know. We have got an awesome chat today. So I got, uh, Jesse Berger is the author of, um, of Magic Internet Money, which we actually did the audiobook for ages ago and never actually got to publish it. Um, we just like things kind of fell to the wayside. We were trying to correct some things in the audio and we wanted to do some more little fun effects and things. And we'll talk about it in the, in the show. Um, but uh, I never, we just, I don't know. It was just one of those things that the, the time, the, the sweet spot of like our focus on it passed. And so it never got published and it's like a year old now. And we were finally getting back to it and publishing it. And at the exact same time, so our other guest is Jared Nusinoff, I believe, is how you pronounce his name. I don't really know, but um, he is he has built this platform called Git Mash, um, and, or well, Mash is the platform. Uh, he's get the the account is Git Mash on Twitter, um, but it is a Lightning integrated platform that you onboard with just your normal debit or credit card, like super fast. I actually do this the first time while on the show. Hey, Rad. Hey, buddy. You having fun over there? I'm not sure if you heard that, but I have a diaper to change. Um, but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we have an awesome discussion uh, with Jared and Jesse, uh, what they are working on together and what he's trying to do with MASH uh, is really, really interesting. I've, I've always thought that new monetization models are there. Something is going to catch. Something is going to be unique and it is going to treat a product or a service or a digital item or something in a, in a new way. Uh, and it's just going to work. Um, and, and like I said, I, I, I love exploring the entire space of this. That's why I think streaming sats is so interesting. Uh, the tipping, the fountain app. Um, and now MASH is, is one of the candidates that I think is trying to experiment in this field and has something uh, very unique uh, to offer that I think could be an added a really cool added bonus or, or added value to the way we consume content. So uh, leveraging Lightning, uh, they are trying to do something new, and we talk all about it. So with that, uh, let's not delay any longer. Really quick, I just want to thank our amazing sponsors that bring this show to you. And they are Swan Bitcoin. Go to swanbitcoin.com slash guy or check out Swan Private for the concierge service. This is the Bitcoin onboarding service, period. No shit coins, no distractions, solid Bitcoin education, uh, the best Bitcoiner team of Bitcoiners in the space. Seriously, if you're looking to get into Bitcoin, Swan Bitcoin is the place to start. Um, and then if you still have to do fiat, you still have to have a fiat bank account, you got to get Fold. Fold is the Fold Premium Debit Card is a debit card that gets you sats back on everything in your life. It's the first of the month and all my bills are coming back around. Holy crap, getting a spin and getting 2% on your health insurance back in Bitcoin, 
There is there is no feeling that is that great. Go to guyswan.com slash fold to check them out and a 20% discount with the code Bitcoin Audible. And that same code, Bitcoin Audible all caps, will get you a discount for your cold card hardware wallet when you want to move your savings, your cold storage from Swan Bitcoin or the sats that you stacked from Fold, send them to your cold card, an air-gapped, secure hardware wallet. Bitcoin only since block 141,000. And you can check them out at guyswan.com slash cold card. Links and discounts will be in the show notes for all of the above. With that, I want to say one more thing before we jump into today's show, and that is happy birthday to my dad. It is his birthday today, and funny enough, after four years of doing the podcast, he now actually listens to the show, and uh, he will randomly send me a text every once in a while and just be like, oh, this was a really great point, or this was a really cool thing that I didn't know about uh, that he had just listened to you know, some episode of the show. And I just want to say that makes me feel good. And I wanted to wish him a happy birthday. So happy birthday, dad. And I love you. Let's get in to today's show with Jared from MASH and Jesse Berger, author of Magic Internet Money. All right. Well, shit, let's just go ahead and get into this. Let's jump right in. Um, so guys, welcome to the show. Jesse, did we have, did, I know we've talked a couple times, but you haven't been on the show yet, have you? Yeah, we, we've, we've spoken uh, behind the scenes a couple times, but Just we haven't had a chance yet. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, welcome officially to the show. Um, I am stoked about like this audiobook thing finally happening. I feel like this is like the last Game of Thrones book. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, is it, are we ever going to be able to get it concluded? Um, but Jesse, uh, welcome to the show. Jared, welcome. Uh, we have just met. Um, I'm really interested in what you're building here. This is uh, this is a neat little thing that is kind of dropped. I had no idea that this was on the way. Um, and this seems like a... Well, before... Nobody knows what I'm talking about yet. But <laughs> it seems like a really cool uh, uh, application for Lightning, for, for what's unique about the offering that Lightning can provide. But first off, let me just hand it over to you guys. I want you guys to give a little introduction of yourselves for anybody who doesn't know. Uh, Jesse, why don't you go first? Sure. So I am Jesse Berger. I am the author of Magic Internet Money, a book about Bitcoin. Uh, and as Guy alluded to, we have been working in the shadows, in the background for, for some time now on this audiobook, and uh, all fault for it not being out at this point falls squarely on me. <laughs> not quite, not quite. No, 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 it's definitely my, my bad. Um, in any event, so this book, for those that are familiar with it, um, was made as sort of a introductory book and also a bit of a reference book, something um, that you could look back on if you want to refresh yourself on arguments and ideas about Bitcoin. You know, if you think of Bitcoin knowledge as a scale from zero to 10, I'm trying to take someone who's at a zero or one and bring them up to a two or three or maybe four. Um, it's, and it, and the whole format. I think, it's, of the book I think is, it's fair to say it's about a four. Yeah, I think, yeah. It's between, it's, seems, it's, it's, it's solid. Yeah, this I'm is not, solid I, I know, I, I know my, I know my limits, you know, I'm, I, I know my limits. I know what I can and can't do. Um, so I'm just bringing P I want to raise the floor of knowledge to four. That's that I think is a fair, 
fair assessment of what I tried to do with the book and, and the structure of the book, which as you guys know, is very unique is that you just have to read it one page at a time. Every page is, has its own unique title. There's a quote, whether it's from a movie or a politician or an economist or a comic book or literally anything under the sun um, that brings context to the idea and the argument contained on that particular page. Um, so it's just little digestible bite-sized chunks. Um, and it's, I think, a very friendly read. And uh, as Guy also mentioned right at the outset, the audiobook is finally dropping. We got some cool stuff going on with the audiobook with like sound effects and stuff to really, you know, play it up a little bit and play up the uh, the character, I would say, and my fingerprint that's that's in the book. So we're, I'm excited to to have that dropping shortly. Yeah, without a doubt. It's uh, probably my favorite thing about Magic Internet Money. It, it reminds me a lot of 21 Lessons with with Gigi's like like I kind of put those two books in this this special place of just does does a lot to be entertaining and just like just flat interesting it's like it's like how do you introduce these ideas in a way that will grab you and is really just fun to explore and both of both of those books and and you guys have um uh you lean a lot on um like 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 the other quotes and stuff you know like like there's just like I don't know. There's just like a little bit more life to it than the typical book. You know, a nonfiction book is typically pretty dry and, you know, it's hard to explain. How do you explain to somebody what a hash is without being boring at some it's, point? You know? It's got a little bravado to it, you know, yeah, it's got a, yeah, little, it's it's got got a little, little personality. It's a little spicy. It. It's a little spicy. <laughs> it's, it's unexpected. Yeah. Um, love it. All right. Uh, turn it over to Jared. Jared. Uh, great to be here and also meeting. Finally, I feel like I've heard your voice uh, for so countless hours on end. Um, <laughs> uh, and it's just a pleasure to be here. Um, so I'm Jared Nusnoff. Um, I'm from Canada and uh, founder of a company called MASH. And uh, I guess we have a pretty audacious mission compared to trying to get people from zero to a four for Bitcoin. <laughs> Ours is we want to remonetize the entire <laughs> internet and make it a, an era like enable an era of trusted quality and accessible experiences. So where things are monetized based on the value of what they actually provide, not the value of buying something somewhere else or having this huge upfront purchase commitment. And so high level, that, that's sort of what we're doing. We're taking lightning with Bitcoin and trying to embed it right into sites and experiences natively um, with the easiest way possible for anyone to charge and earn with Lightning and anyone to get a Lightning wallet. Um, and we've been at it for a little bit over a year building. And we're a team of eight now, but we're about five for a while and just excited to share some of the different experiments and cool projects like uh, this one with, with Jesse that, you know, we're sort of humbled and, you know, appreciate him letting us do it with, you know, his awesome book. Hell yeah. So is this actually, will this be like the first thing on, is it just, is it just straight mash? Yes. Is that, it's it's getmash.com, just like get some mash. already chilling, but the company's called mash. Okay. Um, is this going to be the first thing launched? So we have a few, we have a few things launched already. Um, but in terms of this type of experience that uh, I guess in serialized content, this is definitely the first one. Okay. Well, actually, I feel like we've sort of touched on it. Why don't you actually just go right into what this experience is with this book? 
Should I, do you want me to hit it or Jesse or do you do you want to go? Do we want to introduce? No, the no, book no. You, maybe we do that let's let's go back to jesse real quick give us a little bit more about the book give us give me your pitch on the book i mean obviously i've read it (laughs) um but you know for anybody who doesn't know magic internet money uh tell tell me about it yeah so the whole you know point of the book is that you know i I already mentioned that it's you know in little bite-sized pieces but it's it's written in what i think is very friendly language right i i think no coiners, Without a doubt. I guess. Yeah. I think no coiners, people who've never heard of Bitcoin or who, I mean, at this point, everyone should have heard of Bitcoin, but people who are unfamiliar with Bitcoin and all its ideas um, see it as a very complex topic, right? They can't quite wrap their head around it. So again, the goal for me was how do I take these complex ideas and just put it into as simple terms as possible so that the reader can you know, have these kind of aha moments to go, oh, now I understand why there's only 21 million or, oh, you know, now I, I kind of understand why, um, how mining works or, oh, um, you know, why is it that no one can seem to shut down Bitcoin? You know, they, there's always these threats of governments or corporations are going to try to shut it down. But like, why is Bitcoin so resilient? You know, and why does scarcity matter? Why is there only one Bitcoin and all the rest are just, you know, cheap knockoffs or scams? Um, try to put all those ideas into as simple terms as possible was uh, a mission that took me a, a, like a solid year of my life of basically thinking of nothing but this book um, and obsessing over it, like not even joking, uh, just waking up in the middle of the night, jotting down ideas, but try to make the ideas palatable for just anyone, you know, my grandmother to pick up the book and read it and go, okay, you know, some of this kind of makes sense now. I can, I can kind of get it. I, I, I see it a little bit. So that was the idea with the book I used, not just friendly language, but also literally full page graphics, images, charts that I came up with or tweaked from other versions I found from other um, great Bitcoin thinkers. Um, just again, to try to make the ideas as digestible as possible. You know, it's probably something that is sad just because I know like those they're so unique. I mean, like even just like the artwork and stuff, you know, the, the aesthetic of the book, yeah. um, you know, you try to get it across an audio as much as you can. That's kind of like the fun of having like a little bit of a sound effects and like, you know, those, the little things to spice it up, you know, but yeah. um, it is sad that you don't get like the imagery and the diagrams and the things that like really kind of put, put a real image to the words when you're listening to it. Um, but uh, this, you, you know, honestly, like that audience and that perspective, like that introduction, that that zero to four gap, um, I, I it is the most important one. It's like, how do you explain to someone who has an idea of how money works, no matter how vague or not even, you know, not even an ex- explanation, really, but just a concept of that this is money and thus this cannot be um, like, like an association with what it is. It's like, how do you, how do you get them to understand like deep economic ideas? How do you yeah. get them to understand or have a frame of reference for macroeconomics or for like why sound money matters and what are the consequences of not having it? Because when you're in the water, you don't know what the consequences of being wet are. You're just wet, you know, like, like that is just life. You don't have anything to compare it to until you get dry. Um, 
And and that's kind of the challenge of explaining Bitcoin to somebody is how can Bitcoin solve our problems when they're just like, no, our problems are just our problems because this is society. It's like, no, our problems, this is our society because of our money. Um, and how do you do that in an entertaining way? How do you do yeah. that without going like aggregate demand? And <laughs> yeah, yeah. How, do you, <laughs> how do you paint the picture that literally, you know, the dollars in your wallet or on your credit card or, you know, those are half of every transaction that goes on in this world. And that is, you know, the grease on the wheels perpetuating like the, the world, the machine that's running right now. But, you know, you've never had the thought that like, we don't have to use that machine. We can have a better machine that's smoother, you know, faster, more efficient, stronger, you know, you name it. But the idea is so foreign to so many people because, you know, we've grown up with just, Hey, I have, a debit card. I use dollars. This is what my mom and dad taught me. You know, I learned how to balance my, my bank book and you know, the, you know, I write a check and the money comes out of my bank account and it shows into someone else's bank account five days later, if the check doesn't bounce or if the banks don't screw it up. Um, and so how do we, you know, get people to understand that it, it just, it doesn't have to be this way. And in fact, it can be better. Like just because we have this thing, you know, we, we look at startups as, oh, they're inventing technologies or ideas that are making things more efficient. Well, money is a type of technology. We can make that more efficient too. Um, so again, you know, coming back to explaining that. And then in terms of what you're saying with, uh, you know, making it entertaining, making it um, kind of charismatic, what we did with the audiobook, you know, you you got to use some some accents and fun voices for some of the quotes and stuff. We added in some sound effects and things, to, you know, to... to, to play it up and try to um, play off of that same imagery and character that I put in the book, but how do we translate that into audio form? So I think, you know, you did a fantastic job at that and I'm, uh, I'm excited for that to, to hit the, hit the, hit the shelves, the proverbial. Hell shelf. yeah. <laughs> the proverbial shelves. Yeah. Uh, um, <clears throat> hell yeah. Um, so it's funny you bring up, you know, like how can things be different? Um, I think this is actually a good segue to, move over to Jared here to move back over to mash. How are you using this to make things different? And sure, I want also, I also specifically want you to give me the scope of mash. Like, like what is mash right now? And what is mash in 10 years? First, I need to get the uh, flashbacks from my uh, economics classes in the high school out of my mind from from that before. But <laughs> um, okay, let's let's make sure I describe Mash maybe in the context of Je of Jesse's book, because um, that might bring it to life. Um, and so, um, what we wanted to do was not just inject lightning um, in Bitcoin into the web just because it's Bitcoin and sound money and we believe in it, but you know there are different properties that it gives you. Uh, you can stream money anywhere around the world for any amount at any cost. Uh, sorry, like no low cost. Like you can charge whatever you want. You can do any event. It just opens up this entire new way of thinking about how to earn for things that you create or how to pay for things and not get blocked at like these massive paywalls or these huge upfront commitments just because it's, you know, it's almost like, Think of the internet, like you can think of it as an arcade where you now have just quarters in your pocket. It's just Bitcoin or their nickels and you just fly them wherever you want to do different things. But imagine you didn't have to put it into the machine or pull the pinball. It could just do things with your authorization that you just enjoyed. Um, and so 
Um, maybe I'll walk you through the journey of um, of a consumer, like someone who wants to read Jesse's book. So you you go you go online, and let's say you see um, guy like you send out a tweet being like, "Hey, you talked about Bitcoin versus gold. This is chapter, I think it's eight point something in the book. Um, here's how to find your answer to that." And so that person goes and they're interested in, in reading the book. They don't want to buy the entire book, let's say for $12.99. They will afterwards, but let's say they just want to start with a chapter, break down that commitment barrier. So they go and they click and they say, oh, you know what? I got a freebie. I tried this out um, because Jesse's really nice. He wants you to get a, get a sense of how awesome this book is. And you're like, hey, I should read the next chapter. It's about Bitcoin versus fiat. You click and you're like, oh, I got another freebie. I got to keep on reading. Let's go to the, let's go to the beginning. And now let's start at a chapter and it goes, hey, you've, you've enjoyed your freebies now, but each chapter is a few cents, a few sats, or whatever price Jesse decides that, that's fair and reasonable. And it says, okay, um, you need to have some money and some lightning to contribute because we're using lightning rails that allows you to do these things. I mean, and it says, oh, that your money's not locked in. Don't worry about it. You can send lightning from another lightning app and you can put it right into MASH. And now you have lightning there. And you can send it right out if you don't want to. There's interoperable. There's no lock-in. It's just your money in your pocket that you just sort of put into the zone. And, or if you don't have Lightning, you want to make it, oh, because I'm just learning about Bitcoin right now. Hey, you can buy a MASH wallet for $15. You now get the software. You can use it. Um, and we'll give you $15 of Bitcoin, eat the transaction costs and processing fees. So now you instantly can now pay for experiences. And so we're trying to make it that you don't already have to be set up. And now away you go, and now that's really cool. So you have you have a, a lightning wallet essentially built in, and um, you you can just pay for a quote unquote. I don't even know what you would call it. It's not technically a subscription, right? Like you're you're just paying for a introduction to this service, so to speak. But you get Bitcoin a Bitcoin balance to go ahead and start using. It's kind of like it's kind of like getting credits on Audible or something in a sense. Uh, like built in, it's just that you're getting sats specifically in this platform that lets you, it's, it's the, it's, it's the ocean of, uh, uh, it, it kind of runs like a subscription service. Like, like you just have, you just have sats and you can just explore the entire world of content and you can click and read on whatever it is you want to read or, or listen to. I assume I notice you have audio and video and stuff listed. Um, I don't know if you have it yet, but that that's in the pipeline, correct? Oh yeah, yeah, def definitely. Sorry, I realized I went super deep on a journey, and I was doing just <laughs> a quick thing. So let me let me jump to, jump a little bit. So you, a consumer has a little mash wallet that's built into the site, and their money will work across any site, and they can onboard a variety of different ways. But with this book, what we want to do is say, okay, it's a per chapter experience, um, but we don't have you clicking five times per chapter to unlock or pulling out a phone and scanning things. How do we make it yeah. as easy as possible but secure? Um, it, so we have a concept called a budget that if you set it up and say, I'm going to spend as much as a dollar on this site or $5 or none, and I'll ask you every time, then every single time you get to a chapter, a new one that you haven't you know, already bought on that device, it just auto does the lightning payment and it unlocks the information. It works on both mobile and desktop. So you can just be going page to page using your keyboard, contributing to Jesse. And so we can create even more awesome Bitcoin stuff, which is our goal is all the people who create awesome stuff, help them make the most, you know, what they deserve, which is a lot more. Um, I'm not talking about you, Jesse, individually. I'm talking about the creator economy in general. Um, and so, so what we do is then on the, on the, you know, creator side, it's how do we make it as easy as possible to charge for 
uh, like chapters um, in a book or serialized content for education or to unlock a special quiz or video or get a little tip um, to do X. And so we have these like sort of components, these pre-built thing, pre-built things that you can just copy and paste into your site. And, you know, it's the early days of that to unlock a lot of these things, but uh, there's so much to build. Um, and also the benefit is that if you add the Mash Wallet onto, you know, another site, the balances go across them. So now a consumer, their money that exists on Jesse's book, right, it now exists on any other site with Mash, and they can send it out because it's just money. And so we're just trying to create an interoperable framework for paying for experiences um, in a seamless way in your control. So you're saying you didn't build this company just for me? No comment. I'm a little disappointed. <laughs> I'm a little disappointed to figure that out. I feel like this is screwed know, up the context of this entire we're episode. Actually, we're looking for the sequel. Uh... <laughs> you and everybody else. <laughs> um, but but in terms of, uh, you know, you talk about just wanting to get, oh, I just want to learn about that Bitcoin for fiat. Um, Guy, I don't know if you know uh, Anil from at Anil Said So. Um, he's written, just I'll, I'll plug him because I think his content's fantastic. Um an amazing sort of slide deck, if you want to call it that book, like it's a slide deck slash book of Bitcoin content, but it's very visual. Um, and, you know, I think he'd be a great candidate for this, but also he tweeted out, oh, I just paid 228 sats or five cents over the Lightning Network to read the exact page I wanted to read. Disruption to the traditional uh, publishing model is incoming. Um, so that's just like amazing. You know, a guy who, someone who has never read my book can just click, check it out, oh, I want to go into the middle of the book, into chapter five, and just see what he had to say about this topic or that topic, and boom, you can check it out. Oh, if he likes it, maybe he'll go back and he'll read the whole thing. Um, so it's pretty, pretty cool, I think, to, to, to be doing this. And, and that's, I can't tell you how many times, particularly, like this would open up so many things. It's funny, like as somebody who is a like being a content creator, I'm constantly looking for little snippets. I'm constantly looking for quotes. I'm constantly looking for, um, you know, stock footage. Uh, like I use uh, Envato Elements a lot. And I cannot tell you how many times that I will have a subscription to one that I'm paying $30 a month and it just doesn't have the thing that I'm looking for. And then I go to another one. I go hunting through like 10 of these other different services and I finally found find like okay, this is the background that I want. This is the, the the text graphic that I'm looking for. And I have to get a subscription. <laughs> or, or I have to pay like $16 or $20 for some credits or some something for some span of time. And I can't just, I can't just pay like a quarter or a dollar, a dollar even, and just get this one thing. Like it's not an option on the table. And I have felt like, like really like, and this is why I'm, I love that you brought this up, Jared, at like the very, the very beginning is that like, you don't want to do this five clicks. You know, you, you don't want this thing to be five clicks, every single chapter, oh, authorized, scan a QR, blah, blah, blah. Like it needs to be seamless. And that's really what I think it is, is that like your, the ability to move from one to the next, to find that one piece of content that you're looking for and just pay incrementally because, you know, we don't have the attention to consume every single thing the entirety of every single thing we bump into but there might be one little piece of gold that i really need access to or that i really want and to be able to get just that and then maybe that's interesting enough to get me to read the rest of it or or to dive into the remainder of the video because i found it you know this is something that like not to a little bit of a segue here but 
or a tangent here, but this was actually the thing about BitTorrent for me is that um, I was uh, like, I downloaded, you know, uh, was it plead the plead the fifth or whatever. <laughs> um, I, uh, I, I will openly admit that I quote unquote illegally downloaded tons of stuff off of BitTorrent and Napster and stuff back in the day. But what's funny is that like, I am a movie fanatic. Um, I, I did film and stuff in college. Like that was, that was my thing. I in fully intending I'm getting back into film now for Bitcoin. Um, but it, I, it never took away from my love of film. In fact, like, um, or my consumption of film. In fact, just the opposite happened is that I would actually watch things that I know I was never going to watch. I was absolutely never going to go buy this movie. I was never going to go rent it. I was never going to go to the theater to watch some movie because it just wasn't that interesting to me. But if I could download it for free or if I could get it in like a bite-sized thing, if I could get access to it very, very easily, um, I would just go and I would turn it on for like five minutes just to see, just to see while I was doing something else. And then I would get interested. I would get interested and I would end up watching the whole movie and then I'd be like, holy shit, this is a really good director. This is a really good movie. And I would get my own copy of it um, just because like I would I would want my own copy of it. You know, like as much as BitTorrent is great or like stuff when you can get it for free, it's actually really a hassle. You know, I can't put it on my Apple TV, you know, like it's better to own it or to have it in the like the services that are connected to all of my platforms. That's why BitTorrent has kind of become mob quote unquote obsoleted today is that access to content is so easy, but we don't have that yet in a lot of other spaces. We don't really have that in books. We don't honestly, uh, uh, Amazon is the best we got Amazon and like Kindle. And it does not have this. It, it's seriously, I think missing this incremental use. You know, I don't have to buy all of my songs on Spotify or Pandora, I can just go kind of skip and jump and listen to whatever I want to listen to. Um, and I can, I, I pay for the degree that I want to use it. Um, and this is kind of how the content has morphed, the platforms have morphed, but we still don't have that for a lot of different content types, I guess, is the thing. And that's, that's why I think if we can, I don't know, like this is streaming stats, like, like there is something something very real here there's a huge opportunity here that i am i'm waiting and i'm hoping it's i'm hoping it's mash i'm hoping it's one of these things that is tapping into this the right way making it seamless enough and making it work um to just kind of change the monetization idea like the foundation of it i, I think there's just huge potential here um and MASH honestly seems like, it seems like you've got the mindset. Oh, I really appreciate that. Um, I, I just, I almost go back. It's like a bunch of those examples that you just listed. It's like the aggregated, take all the stock photos. They get controlled by a few companies. They take 70% of the revenue because there's been no other option. Yeah. Imagine what happens when everything can be self-hosted, put into feeds that anyone can create a platform to showcase them, take small, smaller cuts. Like there's a drudge report for stock photos for like um, hockey or something. Like I'm just making it up, but now you could have a completely <laughs> different world uh, online for discovery and enjoyment of content. Or like um, 
so there's that example. There's also serialized reading, but I come back to you. I'll think about all the things that don't exist. Like what happens if someone built a website for finding like the ultimate Ernest Hemingway quotes or you name it, and they could pay a penny to get the right stuff. It's like the poet, the person who writes poetry on the, on the street. That's like entertaining. Imagine when that becomes actually can be a living online because it wasn't, you didn't have to subscribe for 15 poems a week um, because they could actually <laughs> accept money. Um, or the, it really stuck in for all these tools to me um, and how much like this can change things is all the things that aren't built. If they don't meet, like they don't meet that subscription or upfront purchase barrier, right? It's like buying apps on the iPhone back in the day. It had to move to like in-app payments. We had to love that thing a lot. So I go back, what was it, like a year, year and a half ago? I wanted the dopest laser eyes avatar ever. And I spent so long <laughs> finding like terrible sites, like mismatched things. Like you have like all these like hardcore Bitcoin owners who won't even spend the five bucks on Fiverr or whatever to get someone to do it because like it's just too much time. Imagine there was just like upload a photo, pick your 50 lasers, do it. You get like one engine designer, spend two weeks, crush it. That's like, that's a million dollar idea. Like, yeah, like that's a million idea, dollar idea. We actually have a bunch of designs. We're going to build it. We're just so busy. So if anyone wants to go build it out, we have the designs for you ready to go. Um, and uh, yeah, I just, I just can imagine a world where um, all those things now can be funded. Uh, there's all these new experiences that got created. And then all the crap, like the top 10 things to buy on Amazon affiliate farming garbage, just that, you know, they, they don't like, you know, you don't have to suffer. Like think about how many people are suffering, spending hours upon hours, just trying to find an answer to a simple question. Uh, I, I want to send you guys like this link to like, I don't know if you know, Ryan George, the comedian, it's uh, it's just like Google search today and you're spending like 10 minutes trying to find something. Then it's just like, it's just like buy this, buy this. It's like, is that good? Yes. Then it's like, go to Reddit and it's, Half people say it's good, half people say it's bad, and it's like, I still don't know what to do. Like, no <laughs> All right, let's pause right here for a second and hit our sponsor, because I want to talk about the fact that I did some Amazon shopping yesterday, and my bills came in today, and thanks to the Fold Card, I use it for literally everything now, I have stacked in the last 48 hours, spending the exact same way I would, with or without it, 118,184 sats. Did you pay for stuff in the past two days? How many sats did that earn you? The Fold card is a debit card that earns you a base of 1% back on everything you buy. Again, it's not a credit card that you pay interest on. It's a debit card. Again, that's 1% base back on everything. Or you can use the spin with a chance to get all kinds of prizes and number of sats up to 100% and even a chance to win an entire Bitcoin. I think 15 people or so have won a full Bitcoin just using the card. If you want to just try it out, they actually have a faucet. They have a daily spin that gets you sats for free. Just go to guyswan.com fold. Just download the app and look around. Get your daily spin. Stack sats every single day just doing that. And honestly, one of the coolest things that they've done recently is they've started adding gift cards with a lot of sats back on like a bunch of Bitcoin products and services. So if you're getting your cold card hardware wallet or like your block clock or something, you can get up to 10% back on CoinKite gift cards. Code BitcoinAudible, all one word, gets you 20% off the premium card. Go to GuySwan.com fold to check it out. 
link and everything will be in the show notes. All right, let's jump back in. <laughs> yeah, half of it's ads now. And I, I find more and, and more. Half of, it, half of it's censored. <laughs> I was about to say half of it's censored. That, that's literally what I was about to say. Is that more and more when I search something on Google that I'm looking for, Google gives me what it wants me to find, not what I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, and it's absolutely maddening. Uh, I've, uh, I, I've, there's this really cool, this is totally random, but, uh, there's a really cool thing called Rome, R-O-A-M, Rome Research. Um, it's a, it's basically a note-taking app that has bi-directional links. So you can link to something and then it will link back, you know, like, like on the, on the web, you only surf in one direction. Like if I, if I click on a website and then go to that website, like, I don't know where I can't go. Like there's nothing on that website that allows me to go back to the thing that, you know, there's not a link in the opposite direction, right? So it's contextual based links, except it's for your computer. And in combination with one called Hook, which allows me to just link to anything anywhere in my computer, like a PDF uh, image or whatever, I literally, I take down a note and I create a link to the file. I can move the file, I can rename the file and the link works, It, it stays working. So my notes... I've created my own little like search index thing on my computer because I have to save everything now or it just, it's gone. Like I can't find shit on the internet anymore. And I, I tend to think it's probably because I search for things that Google doesn't want me to find, <laughs> um, you know, that like gets censored or <laughs> labeled as misleading on Twitter um, and shadow banned or whatnot. But um, that's like that feels like the important shit to save, you know. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's 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 interesting when you can monetize something, uh, because it, when you can monetize something directly, I, I still every once in a while, like I'll just still kind of like my mind is blown that I'm running my own payment processor on my website, like with BTC Pay. Like it still just it blows my mind, like. And I could I could even be hosting this wallet for I haven't I don't have like LM bits up and running yet, but I could just like host a wallet for friends and family. Like I'm a I'm a lightning like I, I'm not I mean I'm technically savvy obviously, but this is like not me running as a business. It's just that easy. Like like we have freedom money. We we have a free open source platform for money, um, and what we can do with that is incredible. In fact. I've been a little bit annoyed. WooCommerce sucks. God, WooCommerce sucks so bad. And trying to integrate it into Lightning, I'll tell you, I've been a little bit upset. Um, honestly, even even a little bit with BTC Pay Server, and maybe I'm just not understanding how it works. I need to like really dig into the documentation. But so Mash, I can these things are embedded, right? Like I can just embed this anywhere from Mash to like a website or something like that. How easy, how how set up would this be to just sell digital audio clips or, or like an audio episode? So if you want to sell them, so basically you copy and paste a little bit, a code snippet of JavaScript, and you mm-hmm. have a wallet on whatever page you want that has user balances across any of the sites that they have, same wallet. And then you copy and paste uh, like a couple lines of code and you have like a wrapper to do different things. So we have one site that is like, buy a link like Drudge Report. You have to pay to get to the actual news source. If you're mm-hmm. too lazy to search for it, you can pay to like, uh, uh, you know, um, 
unlock content, like whether it's written or a, like an unlisted YouTube video, and you can do downloads. You can wrap lots and lots of stuff, um, and it's pretty easy to spin that up. So uh, the short answer is yes. Um, and you don't have to do like confirmation pages. You can just say these things, category dog, dog podcasts are this, and cat podcasts are that, and you have a different model, and you can even say, Oh, if you spend five bucks, ten bucks uh, in a month, you can, it unlocks all of them for you for the rest of the month. Um, it's like a thing. Oh, that's cool. Oh, so that's great. It like so a, it's a, like. A full... Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying that like that's that that's something that I always felt like was needed is that you have like this per uh, per consumption, like like per time or per like amount of content cost. Um, but it's like a. a like Uber Eats is now trying to get me to do it or whatever. Is it like, oh, you can save $10 and all your costs are like a little bit less if you subscribe. Um, is that if you reach the point where you've done your bite-sized content or you've downloaded enough stock footage or whatever that it would have charged you, that you hit your subscription amount, that it just turns it over and it unlocks it as if you bought the subscription. Um, we, we that's had- something that I always thought would be really interesting to do that would really kind of be unique to lightning and bitcoin just because of the way you fund it you know jared jared had sort of pitched to me a little bit and i think you know we we couldn't really get it in exactly in time for for this launch but the idea that you know what if at the end of a chapter you know i put a skill testing question and if you answer it correctly it sort of shows that you're actually getting value out of this you're paying attention and you could unlock the chapter for free because like oh you actually you know, you read it, you, you understood the point, you understood the premise. And so, oh, I'm, I'm now giving value back to, you know, you gave, you, you bought from me, I'm going to give you a, you know, a discount on the next section or whatever, because you're taking this seriously, you're getting back. So you can do like, it seems like you can do all kinds of, you know, all incorporate all kinds of models into uh, with MASH. And what's funny is that, lightning, right? You just have, you have the freedom to experiment with these things because yeah. your overhead is nothing, you, you know, like it was funny. Like I was at, um, there's a, a coffee place that's near us that I absolutely love. We go, we go all the time. Um, really nice coffee place called Fount. And um, every once in a while, the owner um, will just kind of like bullshit back and forth about Bitcoin a little bit, a little bit, but they don't have, they have like a square terminal um, and uh, they can't accept, you know, Bitcoin or lightning. And I've talked about it with him the last couple of times. Like, man, we need to, we need to get you set up with this. Like, like, what's your merchant processing fees? Um, and he was like, I was like, it's got to be like, what, 2%? You know, one one and a half to 2% or something yeah, like that. Two, two and then, probably, you know, a yeah. quarter on top of it. And he was like, mm, nah, dude, nah. We fought really, really hard to get 3% plus <laughs> 10 cent. And I was like, holy shit. You know, like with those sorts of margins, with with that amount being eaten at every single cost, you can't charge a dollar for something. You know, like like that option does. That's why it doesn't exist on Envato Elements or whatever it is, because they could they would never be able to process anything for a profit. But when you're getting the entire lightning payment, you get the whole thing. You get the whole thing. You know, um. Like when somebody sends you a hundred sats, you get a hundred sats. And if it costs them, you know, three sats to do it, they pay the fee. They're paying the fee for the purchase for to send the payment forward. You now have the freedom to have any sort of platform set up you want, to have any type of cost or monetization model. Um, like you really do just 
the 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 scope of what you can try and and that's where i feel like we people just haven't tried i feel like we've talked about ideas like mash like i have heard the idea of mash a hundred times in one form or another but i really feel like i haven't been able to play with it except for streaming sats on podcasting that's the closest we've come to do that and that's basically where it stopped um and i just think this is a out of curiosity, out of curiosity, Jared, are is you mentioned you you mentioned like trying to do laser eyes or whatever. Um, uh, have is there anything in the run for or let's say long term plan looking out for ten years to have bite sized uses of applications? So. I think uh, way earlier than 10 years from now, we think of all these, I guess it's all these little apps and tools and experiences you could say, like, let's say it's like, instead of buying a Sudoku app, you play a little Sudoku game. Instead of getting like a little converter for code and doing X, Y, and Z, yes, or a specialized version of Can- Canva that's just used for whatever it is, we're, we can enable that type of monetization right now. Um, it's really a question of those apps onboarding, existing, and uh, yeah. it's almost... I sort of think of it like right at the beginning of when Shopify was trying to sell, you know, people were trying to sell their products online. Uh, they started with a snowboard store. Um, so we started with like a, a parody site on the future price of Bitcoin, um, which I guess is less real world application, but it's just, we thought it was funny. Um, and I think, yeah, so the, I, I see that, that all changing and unbundling. It's, it's almost like uh, if you're flipping, we're flipping, flipping money, right? Money is being completely flipped. From both like who's paying the fees, how they're getting sent it, who controls it, is it sound, can it be printed, can it not be printed? Like everything's flipping about money for the, for the better in many ways. Um, and then we're trying to flip almost it's like all the business models. It's don't, hey, buy this entire thing first because we told you it was amazing and then you'll find out. Um, or here is 400 million ads across the page. Please go sign up for this credit card over here. And that's why we write about finance only. Um, it's instead to things that people want. I I think we're flipping the internet from like, I sort of call it a a cesspool. Like it it, it sort of is. Um, And I'm not saying there's not amazing stuff. It's just like you said, it's really hard to find. And it's really hard for that, that those amazing things to actually charge something um, that makes sense. Yeah. One model that um, I've been thinking about, and I've, I've brought this up multiple times on the show and in discussing like this kind of, concept um was uh photoshop is such a great example is i do not need photoshop very often but when i need photoshop photoshop is one of the few things that can really do the job and it drives me crazy that i gotta pay 30 dollars a month or whatever the hell it is just to have photoshop available for the two hours that i need it one day and uh and yeah there's a free trial but a free trial does not fit my model. A free trial is me deciding whether or not I'm going to need the application all the time and does it justify a subscription. And with everything going to a subscription model, you have to justify the amount of time that you use it. But sometimes I really just want to pay somebody $4 to let me use Photoshop for an hour, you know? Um, And I would do that. I would do that a lot. In fact, I've deleted and removed all of the Adobe stuff because it was a pain in the ass and because I didn't, it, I could not justify 
the amount of money that I was spending per month to get like the three programs that I needed from time to time. And I've switched everything over to DaVinci because I can just pay it up front. I paid $300 up front for an entirely new program and to learn an entirely new program. And I'm very happy that I did now. Um, but, and I'm going to switch everything over it, but it was literally just because, because of the monetization model. I didn't like if I would love to buy a, buy a subscription if I'm constantly using it, but if I need it for 20 days in like a grueling project and then I don't touch it for three months, I do not want a subscription, you know, like I want to be able to purchase the software for the amount of time that I purchased or I want to own it one or the other. Um, and I, that that's one of those things that I just feel like is again, untapped, huge untapped potential that only lightning can solve. Like it's the only thing with the right elements, the right characteristics in place to actually make that possible. So, um, I want to go back to Jesse here. Well, actually, Actually, so I actually brought something up that I never actually got to say. Um, so the reason I ask about the um, downloadable assets, like like downloading individual things, is because uh, if you've noticed, um, I've only got one on the website. It's Why Bitcoin. It's Tomer's Why Bitcoin series. But I, I'm trying to offer ad-free versions of the show um, right. for a pay-what-you-want sort of fee. You just have to go to the website and download it. Um, so it's slightly, slightly more annoying than just listening to the one with the ads, which actually gives me money. Um, but uh, <laughs> um, the thing about BTC Pay, BTC Pay is a godsend, but I feel like they're missing the the plugins that they need. Because if I make a store for this thing, and again, maybe I'm just an idiot. Maybe I just don't understand how to use this thing. But when I create a store, I actually have to make like a different thing for every little thing that I sell. I can make multiple products, but if I'm sending it to a link to download, I have to have one link for the whole thing, which I don't understand. Like that's that's kind of why like I tried to use WooCommerce and WooCommerce just sucks, sucks massive balls. Um, and you can't even, there doesn't even seem to be an obvious way to plug it into stuff. You have to price everything in dollars. I don't want to price anything in dollars. Just go away. Um, and so it's just, I've been shocked by how much of a headache it has been uh, to do what seems like a very simple task. And it actually seems like MASH would be a great thing to just lean on to uh, not have to think about it a whole lot. Um, is just kind of embed the individual asset and do a, either a set charge or a pay what you want and just do a whole, a whole grid or gallery of embedded things. I am holding myself back from going on a, like a full sales pitch, trying to pull up <laughs> demos, showing you like our, our 10 unreleased features. Well, shit, uh, do it. What do we, uh, whatever. Uh, we, I don't know. If you it. think it's going to help for me, we'll, I don't, come, let's do it. You'll come back to we'll me later. We'll, do, uh, <laughs> we'll come back to well, Jesse. Jesse, no, no, here, get I'll, a drink. I'll I'm going to go get a drink. I'll be back. I got a I got a prep for this one, so maybe uh, I'll say it's like actually that that the comments and the the idea you had about like Adobe and that type of software is really really interesting and actually it's something I hadn't really thought about. I didn't you know we thought about like an API calls or like pulling different information in small amounts, but then it's like you're using it a lot, so you really need to pay every single time, and can't you mm -hmm. just bundle them? Like yes, you could do a dollar and try it out, 
Um, but this concept of, you know, you could extend it to now if you're flipping the payments model for these big pieces of software, it's actually open it up sort of like DaVinci did um, to take lots of customers for Adobe, which is like really embedded. That's, that's a tough nut to crack given, you know, especially people use it for their profession, but now you can actually do that. Like new business models um, completely transform industries. And, and so I think that's, that's really, really interesting, but uh, uh, I know you were going to go to Jesse. Maybe I'll just like, I'll get, I'll get ready for this pitch right after. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm curious if Jesse's writing anything else. I haven't, um, I haven't kept up. I'm, yeah. I'm waiting for magic internet money from four to seven. Yeah, I we we did I did I talk to you about that at one point? I I've like alluded. Maybe I've, I've, there's been a thing in my mind that I need to ask Jesse about it. So maybe we did talk about it. I, I I've definitely mentioned it to a few people that like I've had this idea in my head that I, you know, I can take. I have these characters in the book. We talked about. I have those images, the full page images in the book, and I sort of develop this protagonist and antagonist. Right? I have the mm-hmm. the wizard as as the Satoshi like protagonist. Um, and then I have this sort of faceless banker as the, the antagonist. Um, and I, I've always thought there was a, whether it's a kid's book or, I mean, even like a cartoon series, maybe at some point, you know, there's something there. Um, and I need to develop it. I have not been, uh, developing Mm -hmm. it, but like, I've already created, I mean, the wizard is not a unique character per se, but the faceless banker, the way I have him drawn out, I think is, is pretty cool and pretty unique um, because he's, he's very much the fiat faceless banker. Um, yeah. So there's something there um, using the image, you know, I have images and settings already. So I sort of have this landscape half painted um, and it's been brewing. I just, I haven't like when I wrote the book initially, there was, this like this moment this spark where it was just like yes this is what i'm doing the the vision is like crystal clear in my head and i'm just going and executing and i'm not thinking about anything else and I, I couldn't think about anything else it was just like once it was once it was inception you know once the idea was there it just it took over um so the idea is still it. you have to dump it out of your head yeah, as fast as possible. the seed is still is planted it just like the sprout hasn't quite grown yet um but I, I love the idea of doing it and maybe I'll come this fall, I'll really start to put some, some effort into making it happen. Um, Cause I've been spending my time for the most part these days, like orange pilling um, Canadians and especially in sort of the freedom oriented community here. I've been uh, working with, if you want to call them freedom fighters or activists a lot, I, I've been doing a bunch of presentations for them and it, you know, I don't seek a lot of attention for it, but um I'm really trying to get them to clue into what this is and why they need it um, because it's going to be important for, you know, again, we're ch- completely changing gears topic wise from where we were a minute ago. Um, but for the fight that's, that seems to be coming down the pipeline. Um, and so my head's been very much in that space uh, for the last, you know, the last year or so, if you want to call it that. Uh, yeah. But yeah, c- coming back to, you know, I, there, there are other ways to orange pill people. And whether it's the children's book or cartoon or, or those characters and that sort of more innocent storyline, if you want to think of it that way, I guess, um, <laughs> is something I, I, you know, I think would be beneficial. And I, I'm going to I need to try, I would like to try to get myself focused on it again, because uh, there, there's something there. I know there's something there. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's definitely there. There's, there's something 
and you know, I talk about this actually a lot. I brought this up on, I don't even know how many other podcasts now. Um, but that I feel like one of the biggest, both the biggest opportunity. Um, I mean, these kind of go hand in hand, but the, the biggest place that I feel like Bitcoin is needing, um, like, or left wanting, uh, and then also a huge place for opportunity is story. Yeah. We have lots of explanation. We have lots of funny memes. We have lots of toxic Bitcoin maximalism. We, you know, there are a lot of things that we have plenty of, but we do not have the, the one story that continues to drive and be a foundation for utter fascination in Bitcoin is Satoshi's story. Like, yeah. like the, the creation story of Bitcoin is seriously one of the thing. I think it's a huge hook and remains to this day. One of those things that has people just dumbfounded by how crazy this thing is that just kind of came about. Um, and I think we're, we're not properly leveraging that we should be telling stories. We should be, writing film we should be writing fiction on the principles there are real principles here that are life principles that you can tell a character's story yes about like without even without it even necessarily being bitcoin but that teaches you something real about bitcoin teaches you something meaningful about why bitcoin um and I, I feel like that is a hugely hugely missed opportunity it is a legendary tale, right? The, the story, the origin story of Satoshi, you know, his mission in his own words and the objectives and the ideals that he stood for, um, that he, you know, he, he defined in a certain sense and then he left it open to interpretation in another sense um, that to carry out that message in a way that's digestible, um, that can be taught um, whether it's to the young and the old, right? It's, it's so, it is so, so important. Um, you know, I, I, I've talked about how, um, you know, kids today, right? If you have a, if you, you know, I have a little niece and nephew, they're, you know, toddlers, they're probably never really going to have bank accounts by the time they get into their teen years, right? Like everything's going to be digital and they're never going to know the experience of walking into a bank, you know, handing over your ID, getting the debit card, all, all that's going to be nonsense and gone, you know, effectively for them. Um, so how do we thank you? Them? What's that? <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I'm so happy that that will be gone one day. I hate, yeah, I totally. hate so much. They're so frustrating the banks, as we all know. Um, but teaching them, you know, why the world that they will, will come to know, like why it is that way and how it can be used or why it should be used to their benefit um, and how it can empower them is just so important and, and how they can use it to, to shape the world rather than let it be used to shape them, um, to have them develop an understanding of that is critical. Um, and, you know, we can, we can, like you said, you know, we talk about it sort of matter of fact, nonfiction, but there's, you know, you, you learn about, you know, Greek mythology and, and there's this and fables and myths. these stories of old are meant to teach lessons. And we have this new modern myth of Satoshi that needs to be retold in a way where it's not just, you know, the, the exact, 
you know, transcription of what Satoshi said and what Bitcoin is and the, the you know, talks mag- maximalist argument and sound money and all that stuff. There's, yeah. there's that, um, Have fun staying poor, bitch. yeah, there's the more, um, <laughs> intangible, I guess, element of the story and the, the, ta- the, um, I was going to say timelessness, I think, I guess is the word I would look for of this story that, that has to be told and passed down. Yeah. And so, yeah, we all, yeah. you know, we all have to find ways to do that if we can. And uh, I'll have to try and take up that mantle, <laughs> that challenge at some do point. Do it. No, you'd be a great, uh, like I said, like I said, for the people that immediately come to mind for that, it would be Jesse and Gigi. Yeah. Like it, it's, Thank it's you. you and Gigi for, I think, have that entertaining style to like really dig into that, or at least in the the reading that, like not to shit on like all the other authors that I absolutely love in this space, um, but I've not seen them try to tackle it in that way before. You know, well, and, like I and, love like Alan Farrington, for instance, like has a great uh, attitude in his writing. His writing is so much fun, but I've never seen him try to tackle uh, storyish, like a, like a, a storytelling kind of take in his writing, um, or at least maybe. I don't know. Well, he I would could, be he would be another one that I would be I would be very interested to see him sure. try. Um, well, so I'm, and I would I'm and Knut Knut might be good. <laughs> sorry, I'm the I'm, no no no. I'm, no, it's all, I, I'm kind of inclined to just read actually the first page of my book if you, if you recall it um, because I basically touch on this exact point that we're talking about right now. I'm, it, are you cool if I just dive into it? Real I don't quick? remember it's the first page. Yeah, it's a, it's a, dive right into uh, it. So sure. okay, the, the, it's titled "Once Upon a Time." And the quote at the start of the page goes, storytelling reveals meaning without committing the error of defining it. And that's a quote by Hannah Arendt. And so the page goes, what is it about a great narrative that can be so memorable, so meaningful, so enduring? It's a community of narrators reciting a story time and time again, asserting the same virtues and wisdom, using different voices and emphases. Readers and storytellers recall conflicts faced by protagonists and invoke connections to their own situations. The more persuasive the story, the deeper the personal bond it forms with its audience. With the passage of time, the reverence of its status can be cemented through the reiteration of defining characteristics that are timeless. In this way, a compelling and consistent narrative can become legend. To tell of Bitcoin is to tell of just such a legendary tale, defined by a single constant characteristic, stoicism. Bitcoin, as a peer-to-peer electronic money system, epitomizes stoicism by exhibiting the absolute and unyielding ability to continuously perform exactly the task for which it was designed, no matter the circumstances. This perpetual determination is the beating heart of Bitcoin's potent narrative. Love it. Perpetual determination to do what the fuck it was made to do. (laughs) Oh man. Okay. Um, speaking of doing what it's made to do, uh, Jared, give me that pitch. Why should I use mash? So I'll tell you, I'll tell you the couple things that I use right now. So I use BTC pay religiously. Um, and I don't mean to shit on BTC pay cause there's only a couple of areas where like I do have like a headache with it, but I've never found a tool that does everything I needed to do. I use a bunch of tools, right? Um, I use, uh, Ellen pay, uh, lmpay.co, uh, bootstrap bandits tool. That thing is solid. Um, super testnet built me the little voting thing, um, on the page. I'm not sure if, I'm not sure if y'all have seen that or you know what I'm talking about, but there's a page on 
the Bitcoin Audible, bitcoinaudible.com slash vote. And people can literally go and they can throw sats at a read that I am intending to do. And they can push it up to the top of the list so that to just signal to me that, oh, you should do this next. Um, and, uh, and honestly, I haven't kept up with it very well, but somebody just boosted Lynn Alden's What is Money? And I was like, shit, I need to, I need to get back on this. <laughs> and so I did Lynn Alden's What is Money? Um, so uh, it's a great little tool and it connects to Ellen Pay. But like I said, nothing has been like perfect and it's been surprisingly difficult to find a simple solution for put in a link to a download, a simple description, uh, image, and a pay what you want or an explicit price of 100 sats and have it listed as 100 sats and have people able to click on it and download a file or click on it and get an RSS feed or something like that. So can MASH do this for me and explain why? Sure. Um, it's hard. I don't want to answer with a yes or no question because, uh, and also it's hard because I don't want to compare because all of those companies and things that they're doing are, are awesome and great. And like you said, they're like, there's certain things that are built for specific purposes and be really great at some, but they don't mm -hmm. work for others. And yeah. so why don't I start off with saying, what can't we do for you? All right. Before we get into this, let's pause right here and talk for a second about hardware wallets. So if you're looking for a secure hardware wallet that's Bitcoin only, that interfaces with almost any device you could think of, your desktop computer, your Android or iPhone uh, mobile, any device with NFC, with a USB-C plug, the Cold Card MK4, the newer of the Cold Card models, is awesome. I am finally getting mine. It is on the way right now. I am stoked to finally upgrade and start to play with this thing. It's got USB-C connection. You can use it with the micro SD card so that you're transferring transactions and signing totally air-gapped. It never touches the computer. You can now use NFC and just tap to sign with your phone. And it has a virtual drive so that you can plug it into your iPhone and just do a drag and drop with the transaction, sign it, and drop it back into your app plus tons of other great features like the dummy wallet, a uh, under duress pin, a pin that will brick the device, a login countdown to delay the access, uh, BIP39 passphrases, a, it has a full button pad so it's really fast and easy to punch stuff in. I mean, the list goes on. Check out the Cold Card MK4 by going to guyswan.com slash cold card, code Bitcoin Audible, all one word capitalized, 5% off. 5% off the cold card plus anything else in their store. There's tons of other stuff to check out. So go browsing, go to guyswan.com slash cold card. All right, let's jump back in. And just get that out of the way. So I think this is going to be a meaty oh, topic. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go with the, like, go the anti-sales pitch, the pure, like, overtly, um, uh, uh, I don't even know what the right word is. And so the way we've done pricing in our structure is we've, kept the unit of account in, um, in USD for now. And the reason why is bec people think about their expenses in life, like maybe 99.x percent think about it this way, not all right now, um, mm -hmm. in a local currency that they have to pay for things with. Um, and so if they're setting a budget of, let's say, five bucks, or they think something costs 10 cents per, then all of a sudden it costs 20 or 50, and it changes... <laughs> and even just doing the math to understand it up front, like what is 227 sets? What I just paid Jesse to read chapter one while you were reading it. Um, uh, so I gave sats, but I knew it was five. <laughs> so it's like 
that's the one thing that we've done because we think it will actually help your consumers who wouldn't all be Bitcoiners to start. Um, so now what? Let's, yeah, especially let's if your onboarding is to get them, you have an option to get them to pay dollars to to immediately get like a wallet with sats in it. Yeah, okay. Exactly. I mean, I we're we're tr- and we're orange pilling people through utility of lightning. It's sort of a different mm-hmm. approach, which is why also I'm going to, Jesse, when you're done with the Satoshi story, uh, we need you on lightning. We have, like I'm thinking like subway systems. There's, there's a lot you can do there because I still haven't found a great source to like really simplify it to people to understand like it is complex technically um, right. and just break it down. Um, I've yet to see it. Okay. So what, what can we do for you? Um, what's my pitch is, you know, our, our goal is to help your consumers, your users, your fans support you in a variety of different ways, the easiest way possible for them, whether they know how to use lightning, run a node, or they just uh, want to find a way to try lightning the easiest way possible, where you can be an entranceway path to try all these other things. And so, well, there's a few different things that we would say that you should try. Like we'd say, try something with baby steps. So an unreleased feature, depending on when this goes out, maybe it's launched, maybe it's not, is a little button called a boost button. So imagine you have a little button that can go left side, center, right, or sorry, top, left, right. It can style in a, like a lightning style, a fire style, a heart style, et cetera. And then people just spam click it. And every single time they click it, they're actually just sending you sats. And maybe we'll have an Easter egg or two launched. And, you know, they have to, and you just embed this near your content experiences. And it's like them saying, thanks, right? It's sort of similar to the vote button. Um, we could then layer on like the vote feature and functionality that you have, like this isn't built, but something like this will be very soon. Um, where, uh, where was I going with this? Where it connects with the Mash wallet now so that anyone can use it. You don't have to pull out, scan a QR code. Everything is just automatic. Um, you can also, you want to charge for your downloads, for art, for articles, show half of it, unlock the other half have different premium models or not, or wrap like a behind the scenes take of this call, you can do that. So there's like, we have these little wrappers, these little things you can just attach to anything and try out all these new ways, however you want. And it should just be copy and paste over. Just like uh, the, like imagine if an amazing crowdfund tip jar to create something or like a voting widget where the community can vote on your next guest, your next topic, what, you know, question you should ask. That's a really hardcore question to add a question to the list. And people vote with sats. And now you just draw, drag and drop a widget there and you can try it out, see if it works. And if you don't like us, you kick us off. Like that's our big pitch is we want to help you get interactive experiences with your users, but not don't come to MASH. No, no, we're a tool that, that either helps you or doesn't. And if we can make you X multiples of what you get from any alternative, that, that's, that's our goal because it also gives users like this interactive element, but not happy get rid of us, right? We don't want you to. We want you to tell us how to make it better. Um, or maybe we're not the right fit. Maybe it's something else that makes more sense. Um, but so that's that's sort of high level. Um, all those things you mentioned, we, we can generally do. Just some might be, oh, we'll work with you and we'll build it out. Okay. All right. All right. I like it. Early um, partner program, no charges. You get, uh, <laughs> oh. get to work yeah, we'll get to work with the team. We'll build some cool up? stuff for you. <laughs> Um, so, uh, there's, uh, I just, while you were, while you were giving your pitch, I just started like clicking on some of these links, um, that you've got, like, like I'm on prophecy Bitcoin. I've, I'm out of curiosity. Um, this is, this is something that I want everyone to do. And this is a perfect thing. I feel like for mash is the ability to log in with your lightning wallet. 
is like right now, like I'm I'm about to I'm about to just sign up with my email, but I have the the handful of things that I actually um am able to do. There are very few things that I can log in with Lightning, but um to be able to do that, like with my little like browser plugin right here. I can do I can log into my own website. <laughs> That's how I log into my own website to actually edit stuff now. Um, and uh, that was actually another thing that was it Fiat Jeff or Super Testnet again. I don't know. One of those guys, one of those guys built that for me. Um, but holy shit, to be able to just like have a little QR and like click on that thing and and then just like log in. And if if I've used that wallet before, I have an account. If I haven't, then I create an account. Like it's the, it's the same same process either way, um, uh, that's that's a big one. And for something that you've got integrated with Lightning, that would be honestly that would be amazing. Um, I'm I'm on a I am on a freaking campaign to get everybody to to install Ellen Auth or Ellen URL login, whatever the hell it is, um, because I am I'm done. I want username and passwords to go away forever we're past this damn it so i will say it's definitely on the list of things we want to build um but i don't want to promise promise a, a date um well i'm not yeah i'm not i'm and, not putting you, agree on i don't mean to put you on the spot i don't mean <laughs> to put you on the spot like you have to do this oh, yeah. or else i just signed up and it was not hard <laughs> but no we um, want to hear these things what people care about so it's great to hear but we'd rather also just i'm not going to say yes it's coming very soon when it's like it's not going to be in the next month right realistically so i can't say very soon and it's not fair mm -hmm. of me to say that um to to you or anyone that listens um because i think you know selling vaporware is not ideal <laughs> i hear you so i just got a bitcoin prophecy on bitcoin i don't know who does this excuse me prophecy bitcoin prophecybitcoin.com and it tells me that on march 21st 2025 one bitcoin is going to be $90,522 and also i got bearish i got to say this site <laughs> sucks uh, you should scroll down a little bit click uh you might have to pay a little more to oh, create oh, your own it. future bullish price vibe i'm bullish i'm uh date uh, we're going to go 2024 over here. Background. Oh, man, there's a lot of options here. Oh, some rainbow charts. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> All right. And I need some Nakamoto custom prophecy, baby. Here we go. Activate. All right, let's see. Um, powered by. One million. Wow. I think. Still bearish, to be honest. And 2020, 2024. I mean, <laughs> it's a little it bearish. depends on, it depends on, uh, so you're saying we, yeah, no, not 2024. It. I can't, I, it can't be that high by 2024. I have oh. a lot more stacking to do. Yeah. I have a lot yeah. more stacking to do. It's way too soon. Way too soon. One day. All right. I've used them things. all up though. I can't, I can't. When, do when that story gets written by Jesse. And, oh, no, pr uh, no pressure, guys. Then, then we hit the number. <laughs> yeah, okay. So take your time. Okay. We need to stack some so more that's, stats. So that's what's holding the price down. I see. It's it's that I haven't done the uh, the children's, you know, mythical novel story yet, comic book yet. Because all pa the parents listen to their children. The children yeah. are going to be telling the parents to buy Bitcoin. They'll understand it. And away you go.
Well, well, part of also. Wow, you know, that was really fast. Yeah, I just, were, sorry. I just I just did the fifteen dollars and got like um, uh, got money in the wallet to keep going. That was really quick. Wicked. I'm already I'm already I'm already signed up with Mash. I just did all that. That was that was pretty great. And thanks, Jared, for swinging the pendulum back to me for a minute. We keep going from like one completely opposite topic to another. (laughs) (laughs) It's like we built this. It's like we did this thing together, but it's also like you have an amazing book and you're creating the one that's going to bring the price to a million. And we built like a software application or like stack that that helps power it. And it's yeah, I can barely understand the same, but different. I can barely understand half of what you're saying, but I really appreciate it, Jared. <laughs> Uh-oh. That's not but, good. That means no, uh, no, i got to no, work I, on my storytelling. No, no, no. I'm a dummy, so don't worry about it. Um, shoot. No, what was I going to say? Yeah, no, no pressure to, uh, to get this story out, I guess. Um, okay. I lost my train of thought. Sorry. Where were we? Let's go back to uh, that'll happen. To this, Bitcoin. Listen, happen. okay. It'll, listen, it'll okay. Happen. This is Bitcoin Audible, and yeah. and you're you're having a chat with guy. It meanders sometimes. Yeah. And there's nothing I can do about that. I've tried. <laughs> I've tried to keep that from happening. It's it's really kind of a lost cause. I'll I'll tell you that. Well, we no just yeah we've gone from like an end to end to end, and so mm. I just want to hit. It's something got lost in the middle there. Do it, um, it's funny because when you go to the next demo, like there's another de- like a site that we built out called uh, Mashing Monsters, and I just found out Mashing recently Monsters. That, that's all that, that lots of people thought that we were shilling NFTs and we weren't really a Bitcoin company, but it's literally like a parody site. Just like right click and save your JPEG. There's over a trillion <laughs> super scarce, and like we had a really like an awesome artist create this, and I just started finding out. You like I saw what you guys were doing, then I saw this NFT thing, and I like deleted you, and I'm just like it's literally just a pure. <laughs> it's like a site just okay. making fun of buying jpegs um jared that's literally in my in my message to guy when i said oh hey like we're launching this book like would love to do the podcast um i said to him oh like here's jared here's what you're doing check out his site by the way the nft thing in his profile like that's a joke he's not shilling nfts like i literally (laughs) made sure to say that (laughs) gotta gotta preface this but also jared you you had quotes yeah the air quotes because we all really noticed that <laughs> um but to be, in fairness to what you just said also literally when someone so a mutual acquaintance of ours said oh did you know you know jared's doing this thing in bitcoin because we we both live in toronto we actually knew each other back in high school um, but when mm-hmm. he when this person said oh you know you got to check out what jared's up to the first thing i noticed was of course oh some kind of nft thing on his website and i'm like oh uh, I, I think I like avoided it. I just like didn't actually look into it the very first time. And then I went back to it because he's like, oh, he was on stage at the Bitcoin conference. Like he, Jared was on a panel at the Bitcoin conference. So I watched this panel and I was like, oh, he's no, he's he's he gets it. Like he's he's not a, he's not chilling, you know, garbage. He's just he's just trolling. <laughs> That's um, dangerous. Yeah. That's dangerous. The first he was, I trolled troll. myself by accident. <laughs> you trolled yourself into. Uh, yeah, it was, it was reckless. It was re- very reckless. That's of you. funny. <laughs> I need to have a following I, I, first. It's like I have like 200 followers on Twitter, and I'm like making jokes about NFTs, and uh, no, no one understands. You <laughs> just so. you just roadblocking that shit right out the yeah. gate. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I, I think have to say, I made a pretty cool monster. I have a pretty cool pro lightning NFT. I right clicked, saved it. It was pretty great. <laughs> was it was it a free one? You make get two sats? Did you add? Like, I did. Like, accessories you can throw Elon's joint out in there. You can throw Jack's tie dye <laughs> shirt. Um, anyways. <laughs> So I got a question. So I got a question on how this how this thing works real quick. So the mash thing is down in the bottom right, kind of like the like and this has been on 
two of the both of these websites. So is that basically the the whole integration? Like like somebody just puts like the code and then that mash thing just sits there and it just shows up same on like any of the websites and then I can just use this? Yes. That exactly. It's like ten lines of code and you're that's good. That's really handy. Yeah, let me it's, see. it's it's like the installation process is basically simple for the wallet is like adding Google Analytics manually. And we'll yeah. eventually have plugins that are just like take a few clicks and you're done. <laughs> Prophecy Bitcoin. Huh. That's cool. So it's like an in, it's like an embedded extension. That's so crazy. Discard, no, go away. What's the other one you have? There's there you have like four sort of sample websites, right? Are there are there a couple more? Yeah, give me something else to play with. <laughs> we don't have too many. Um, there's there's uh actually you can buy uh, you can buy Nick Carter's email um, for twenty one cents, but I don't know if this is Nick the right Carter's audience to bring email. up bring up that name today. Um, on his about page, which I think is just like it just shows <laughs> Poor like you can. God. <laughs> Fucking murdered on Twitter. <laughs> let's let's. let's I really do kind now. of feel bad for the guy a little bit, but uh, 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 I don't know his his um, reaction to it was. I don't. Was I don't fine. think he dealt with it very well. It, it went. It went south quick. Um, I'll go. With, uh, Kevin Rook. He actually is doing like professionally transcribed, um, uh, per, like done uh, transcripts for his podcast. Um, I think he's doing that with Stackworks. And then oh, he's cool. putting them behind like a little accordion or little paywall type of thing, uh, which eventually we could put his auto unlock, but it shows like the first bunch and then you can contribute just to get the written piece of it. But I don't think they're all. And up yet that's a really great done. way, man. Like transcripts are a pain in the ass um, to, to deal with. Like there are like, God, that's a really good one is to have, like somebody does the transcript and then just puts it behind like a tiny paywall for anybody who needs to access it or something like, like, again, this is one of those, one of those areas where I think lightning is just so perfectly placed or, or it's just the perfect tool for it. Um, if you can get across that onboarding, if you can get across, uh, if you can get the network to, to just to keep rolling is have somebody do something like there's such so much, free content, free work that people are providing on so many projects and in so many different ways. And the ability to just like offer that up, to be incentivized to do it, even if you only make 10 bucks, you know, even if you only make like 10 or $15, the ability to do a transcript for a show so that somebody, so that hi, I would pay to search my own freaking podcast by text to find out when I mentioned this, I, I have people ask me all the time. It's like, what was that thing that you mentioned in one of those episodes about, you know, that Rothbard piece, I think it was. And it was about minimum wage or something. I'd be like, I don't, I don't know. I don't have a clue. I don't, I don't know what I, as 30 minutes after I published an episode, I don't really remember what the hell I talked about. <laughs> but it would be nice to have transcripts to actually dig into. And if somebody did that, I would, I would pay to search. I would literally pay to search my own freaking. <laughs> do you know? Do you know what we should do? Is like ask guy a question. Um, they have to contribute to ask you a question. So you set your price. It sends you an email that it's like a, a paid for email, and then you reply to them only if they've paid for it. So if they need to find out where that article was, 
it just like ask you a question and you're now just charging to answer. Um, so we could throw that on there because you don't remember it's going to take you a long time. So you need to get for sure get support. Exactly. Exactly. No, I actually did. I actually did something sort of similar to that. Is that even still on my website? I tried to do that. I tried to do that. Like uh, kind of like y'alls.com does. Um, it was a little bit, it was a little bit clunky. So I may have removed it. I think I removed it from the website. Guy talk to guy. Yeah, but the idea that you're making your time, you're putting a value on your time. I, I mean, honestly, I, I had my, I, I was just trying to leave it so that people could contact me. Like I have DMs yeah. open and stuff on Twitter. Yeah. Um, but uh, How does I have my work with your following. You got a, a big enough following, is it? Like... It's it's hard. I there's yeah. a lot of like one month later, I get I answer a message and I feel really bad, but I try. I I do what I can. I can't. Yeah. No guarantees. Um, but uh. But I used to put my email on my website. Nope, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Spam and bullshit and bots like you would not believe. Um, I, I I even left it up there for a while. Um, for uh, um, with uh, one of my catch-all addresses, you know, like like you can have it so that you can just make a custom email address that just so that you can just lock it or treat it differently with its own filters and stuff. Um, and that sort of worked, but it still, it just got to a point that it was just a disease and I just removed it. Um, I was pretty sure I had, um, but yeah, that that's a service or that's a, that's a tool or whatever that would be, that would be great. I would love for people who are serious to come and be able to pay a quarter or something, just basically a spam filter, my little proof of work, for contacting me um uh to to get my email address and just be able to send me an email um, it's amazing what that tiny little barrier um will do for just filtering out 98 percent of just straight garbage a lot, about a lot I? Of, uh, sorry go ahead Justin. oh no i was just gonna make a wise crack about it. it'll filter out a lot more than uh than face masks but uh <laughs> 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 Zing! I want the, the guarantee replied function so it guarantees a reply within 72 hours and they have to pay like 10 bucks or something but your reply could just be like yes you don't even have to reply anything it's just guaranteed <laughs> reply with like no guarantees on quality of reply so if like they don't put in the work that's on the actually message, pretty clever though I, I i like that i like that too though you don't you they don't put in the work on the message they don't make it easy for you they don't ask you something that's like makes sense it's like well Thank you for the thank you for wasting my time. That cost you, you know. I wrote three characters instead of having an engaging experience. Um, <laughs> it's like polluting your brain with like, you know, that's the fee. <laughs> well, um, I um, uh, I'm really interested in this. Um, I'm going to start screwing around with Mash a little bit more now that I'm signed up and I have some Lightning, I have some Bitcoin in it. Uh. I, uh, if you have any other links for me to toy with it, cause I didn't, I didn't get to play with this much, obviously. I mean, as you see, I just, I just signed up for this, um, uh, prior to this, but, uh, I'm happy to dig into this. Um, I, you know, me, I always love playing with tools, anything, anything with lightning and actually experimenting with something like this is just freaking awesome. Uh, and, uh, uh, Jesse, I'm glad you're finally on the show. We, yeah, we, this, this has been a long, this, it's been long a long time over. in the making for sure. We so literally, cool. I remember 
the day I announced my book, like one of the very first replies was like, so audiobook with Guy. And I was like, I, <laughs> I had like 500 followers. I'm like, I have never even chatted with Guy, but like, hey, crypto economy, like, can we do this? And, oh my you know, God, I was crypto economy back then. Yeah, you were crypto economy. That. That's right. I forgot. Yeah. It's it's not. Um, of course, everybody <laughs> thought I was a shit corner back then. Like, it sounds <laughs> like it's so bad. There's a lot. Listen, what Marty's was tales from the crypt, right? There's so many crypts, crypto references out there. We all yeah. we know where we know where you stand. Don't worry, we know where you. I stand. was trying to bring it back, man. I was trying to I was trying to make crypto cool again. I thought yeah. I could say I thought I could rescue it. I no, think that ship no. has sailed. Yeah, that ship is long <laughs> gone now. Uh, but yes, we're finally making it happen. It's amazing. It's uh, it's wonderful news. I'm excited for it to drop. Um, I guess sometime, uh, I don't know when exactly this podcast will come out, but uh, in the next week or two of this, roughly, give or take? I'd say probably two weeks from when this drops. Okay. This will drop this week. Yeah, th- this I- is... 90 percent sure <laughs> so for the listeners it's it's a little out of our control because we're you know we're, yeah you know, it's got to get, get through uh amazon's uh whatever the, the audio shop acx and yeah that's it acx they take their sweet ass time we just got I, I think i told you already already before the show but uh we just got Knut swan holmes newest uh bitcoin everything divided by 21 million a month a month and two days <sighs> But that that is that is unique. It does not usually take that long. So I'm fingers crossed. It's like one of the two weeks ones, you know. Yeah. So, but it'll be soon. It'll be soon. Everybody, keep an eye out. Obviously, we'll tweet all this shit out and retweet it and for sure. Put big gifts on it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, guys, it, uh, the, the, we'll have the "It's been 84 years" uh, gift, right? The, the, the it's been 84 years. <laughs> uh, let me. Uh, uh, tell everybody and let you tell everybody where they can find you, what they should check out. What's the thing? What's the thing to go do? Jesse, let's start with you. All right. So uh, follow me on Twitter at Jaybergay. That's J-A-Y-B-E-R-J-A-Y. Um, and check out the new and improved magicbitcoinbook.com website where you can now buy individual pages of my book for sats. Um, so go check it out, please. Hell yeah. Jared. Sure. You can uh, follow me on Twitter at Jared, J-A-R-E-D-N-X-X. And check out MASH at getmash.com or at getmash on Twitter. And uh, also there's this awesome magicbitcoinbook.com that you should go spend some sats on because it's an (laughs) awesome experience and will give you a flavor for what we're up to. Hell yeah. Boom. All right. I will, um, as I, as I start tinkering with all this stuff, uh, the little things I'm playing with, um, I'll have these links in the show notes so that if anybody else wants to tinker and do like a sign up on mash or, you know, start throwing lightning sats at somebody or read some of the book, um, make that easy. Um, links in the show notes, everybody go check that shit out. All right, guys. Thank you. This was fun. This was a fun middle of the day chat with some lightning shit talking about magic internet money um oh what jesse there was one thing i wanted to ask you that i'd forgotten about oh, who God. was it that designed your <laughs> who designed design- your cup so uh her name it's it's in the front cover of the book there it's abigail mariano she's okay. actually a local designer who i've known her for basically her whole life um 
And when she came to me for the, uh, or when I came to her rather, because I said, you know, Abby, I know you, I want you to do the cover. She mm-hmm. does um, like web art mostly. She's like, no, I, I'm not an illustrator. I can't do this. And I'm like, Abby, I've, like, I've seen your work. You can do this. Dude, I'm gonna, I'm, and like, I, I, you know, I was literally moving like branches and leaves telling her, just move this a little here, move this a little there. She kept calling me like the creative director. I was like, okay, <laughs> sure. Uh, never been, never been called that in my life. Um, but Sad yeah, no. Draw. She, when I sort of explained the concept and then she'd come to me with like her iterations every time, you know, I'd say, I'd tell her, okay, here's this vision that I have. And she'd come to me and, you know, she's so talented. Um, I'm, I, I couldn't be happier with the artwork with, with how we sort of fleshed it all out. Um, it's so good. It's super, it's super good. talented illustrator, yeah. despite her, uh, you know, her humility, which, you know, she wouldn't say, say that she is, but, uh, yeah. Well, tell her guy. Teller guy really appreciated it and thought that it was awesome. I will for sure. Okay. All right, guys. All right. We'll close that out here. Thank you. Thank you for coming on the show. Good ass time. I'll take it easy. Thank you. All right. Hope you guys enjoyed that episode. I will have links to uh, both to Jesse's uh, Twitter profile and his book, Magic Internet Money, so that you can follow or check out uh, check out his book. And of course, for MASH, so that you can explore the new monetization method and just run through the book at your, at your leisure, read as much as you want to read, um, and obviously to check out the, the MASH service. Um, the audiobook will also be available on Audible, uh, hopefully very, very soon. Uh, ACX, uh, the company, they, they always, when they publish and how long it takes for them to verify or uh, approve of an audiobook is just, it, it's hit or miss. Sometimes it takes a month, sometimes it takes a week. Um, so we'll just see, just follow me at the guy Swan or Jesse at uh Jesse Berger, Jesse B. I can't remember exactly what his uh, Twitter tag is. I, I will have it in the show notes. Links in the show notes so you can follow both of us to hear about it when it drops. And also, any feedback you can give uh, for this episode and for coming episodes, uh, episodes that are coming up. I have recently switched my entire setup. I'm moving things from Logic Pro over to DaVinci Resolve Studio because I'm trying to get my entire editing world into a single studio suite. Um, it's hard to give up Logic. Logic has been really great, but this seems to be working pretty well. And it would be nice to be able to edit audio and video at the exact same time in the same piece of software, which is the goal here. Um, because uh, this video or this uh, this show is also going to be a video on YouTube. So if you want to watch it, I'll uh, have the link sooner or later um hopefully hopefully it won't take me long to get the audio the video out because that's kind of the whole point of this but i have to kind of build templates and stuff um hopefully i can turn what has been a really frustrating two-step process into a single workflow where at the end of it i have a video and an audio for all of the interviews um but because of that there might be problems there might be audio level issues anytime you're switching over to a new platform it's really hard to find the baseline. So any feedback is super helpful. With that, uh, we will close this one out. Another shout out to the audio knots for supporting the show. Uh, you guys are awesome and it's so cool to just have the little community of you guys and to know, to know you're there and you've just been supporting me for Jesus. I don't know so long. It seems like we've had an awesome little crew and to Swan Bitcoin, 
the on the prime onboarding experience for the Bitcoiner to the cold card hardware wallet, plus all of the awesome other products from Coin- CoinKite and the Fold Card, helping me stack sats on all of my fiat purchases. Discounts, and special links and codes, all that goodies, all the goodies in the show notes. With that, I am out. We're going to have another great show tomorrow. Stay tuned. I've really actually got a pretty big backlog of stuff that I need to publish. Uh, and a few of them are just going to be fire. I have two, repeat, two episodes of Shitcoin Insider in the bag, simply waiting for me to be finished and publish them. So get ready. I am Guy Swan. This is Bitcoin Audible. And until next time, everybody, take it easy, guys. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.